Hi, hello, how are you? My name is Elizabeth Dale and I am a Cornish writer, blogger, podcaster who has a bit of an obsession with local history. I just can't help myself. I just need to find you those weird and wonderful stories that you're not going to find anywhere else. And so far on this podcast, um, I've kind of excelled, I think, at bringing you those kind of weird and wonderful true stories. There have been forgotten churches and shipwrecks and pretend funerals, wizards, ghosts, even the odd murder. So I guess, you know, it must be pretty clear by now that I'm always on the lookout for something a bit different. And I guess while I've always sort of covered strange tales on my blog, um, and I love that, I guess... I save the really weird ones for the podcast, Um, the kind of stories that I I don't know what else to do with. I share them with you here and hopefully that's okay with you. I mean, if you do want me to get more serious, you know, please let me know and I will try and leave these flights of fancy behind me. So I guess with that introduction, you have probably figured out that today is going to be another odd one. Um, slightly more unusual let's put it that way okay so you may or may not know before I started writing seriously about six years ago I had worked um, with the general public really all my working life I got my first job in a shop when I was 15 and I did a lot of hospitality work and care work so I've always worked with the general public And I have to say that one of the things that I really loved about it, especially when I was in hospitality, was being able to serve people uh, that were down here in Cornwall on holiday and just talk to them about where they had been, where they were planning to go. And I just turn into like this one woman tourist information office. And I loved it. And inevitably, because, you know, we are who we are, we would always talk about the weather as well, especially if it had been raining. And I always used to joke with people that, you know, when you come to Cornwall, it's kind of a damp place to be. And we go in for all kinds of rain. I mean, there's no ordinary rain down here. We've got the mizzle, we've got the drizzle, we've got the skiff. There is <laughs> rain coming at you of all descriptions from all directions. So this kind of I do have a point. It kind of leads me into reports of strange things falling from the sky. And I don't mean aeroplanes or asteroids. I'm talking showers of fish and frogs, you know, that kind of thing. Well, in July 1886, there was a similar kind of event in a Luggan near Redruth. So strange things falling from the sky is kind of an age-old story if you think about it. I mean the first example that springs to mind is like the plagues of Egypt in the time of Moses and the book of Exodus because I think as well as the clouds of locusts and like the rivers turning to blood I'm pretty sure there was like a plague of frogs that fell from the sky or something like that although I'm not entirely sure I could be making that up anyway there are reports of this kind of strange phenomenon over the centuries Um, in Bath in 1894 there was a shower of jellyfish which 
bearing in mind that Bath is like 30 miles inland, is slightly odd, thousands of jellyfish fell from the sky and reportedly filled up the gutters in the streets. In 1901 in South Carolina, a load of fresh fish fell from the sky. Locals reported them swimming around in the puddles after the heavy rain had stopped. And the same thing happened in a place called Markville near Los Angeles in 1949. And on this occasion, the fish fell from a sunny sky and were so big that they actually injured people on their way down. There were tadpoles in Japan in 1997. And in 2010, there was a shower of tiny frogs in Hungary. Other reports I found included um, snakes in Memphis, uh, Tennessee, lizards in Montreal, toads in Leicester in England, and squid on the Falkland Islands. So it's all very strange, very odd indeed. And I suppose it's about time that I started to tell you about what happened in Cornwall in 1886. So I'm going to read straight from the Cornishman newspaper, which was printed on the 12th of August, 1886. A few mornings ago, a farmer living at Cross Lanes, Elugan, went out on one of his fields and found in it literally millions of small snails of various shapes, sizes and colours. How they came there, no one knows and can only guess that they fell in a shower. The prevalent notion is that they fell from the clouds as would hailstones. Others speak of a prompt migration from some breeding place not far off. Others do not know what to think. In shape and size, they resemble <laughs> very much the smaller snails seen on the sandbanks a little above the high water mark at Gwythian and Hale Towns. Hundreds of people have visited the field and thousands of the curious little strangers have been sent all over the country as curiosities. The thoughtful shake their heads and will have it that the whole secret is not yet solved. So this story appeared in the Royal Cornwall Gazette the next day as well. And this time the location was given at Park Bottom, which is also near, near Illugan. So whether there were two events or one is not entirely clear. But the article in the Royal Cornwall Gazette claimed that there had been a shower of shellfish However, the article does also refer to, to snails. So I don't really know if they found crabs and lobsters and that kind of thing flying about as well. It's not really clear. But this article says that two or three fields had been affected and that people were coming from all over the area and were gathering up the snails in little boxes. And some of these boxes were being sent to London for testing, though they don't really say what they're testing them for. And one report said that scientists were trying to determine whether they were land snails or sea snails by floating them in salty water. Now I find this slightly confusing because you know this wasn't the dark ages people knew the difference between a garden snail and a periwinkle surely. Anyway, going back to the event itself, another article apparently contained a report from the farmer himself and he claimed to be in the field when the shower of snails fell like hailstones. He describes them landing on his head and his shoulders and in his ears, so much so that he hid his head underneath his jacket. 
another account that I read, this time in a book rather than an actual newspaper report, seems like it has sort of the same bare bones of the story, but it's not quite the same. It claims that the snails actually fell on Redruth Town and that they were bouncing off the windows and the shop fronts and that people were taking shelter um, in doorways to stop themselves being pelted with snails. And it said that when people actually you know decided to move off that there were so many snails in the street that they were just crunching underfoot and this is from a newspaper report on the 19th of August so it says Ilugan was favoured with a shower of sea snails which fell in such abundance that the affrighted inhabitants had to run indoors for shelter When the storm was over, the people went out to look at what damage had been done. They discovered that the fields of corn had been beaten flat by the snails, which also filled the hedgerows and ditches and crunched underfoot in the roadways. I am told that the local ducks are having a gorgeous time. (laughs) Of course, certain newspapers were very quick to mock these reports from Cornwall. Um, And it didn't seem to help that there were some really strange suggestions as to what had happened, i.e. that these snails were migrating, um, that they had somehow been stuck in a whirlpool and dumped on the farm. And there was also even mentions of black magic, that the, um, the farmer had been sort of doing something nefarious and that this was his punishment from the heavens. There were some more sort of practical suggestions as well as to to what had happened, such as really that the farmer was completely mistaken and the snails hadn't fallen from the sky, that they had come up from underneath the soil when it had started to rain, or even that he had accidentally brought them to the field himself with a load of sand from the beach, um, which was a common use, um, a a common fertiliser in those times. But some still wholeheartedly maintained that the snails had fallen from the sky and that it was too easy for those who hadn't seen the phenomenon to mock those who had. Which, given you know the various accounts that I told you about at the start, some of which happened relatively recently, I think one was 2010, I think we can all agree that it's entirely possible that Ilugan had a shower of snails fall from the sky in the summer of 1886. Now, in the course of my research for this particular story, I did come across another snail illugan related story that I think it would be remiss if I didn't tell you about here because it's kind of fun, bizarre too. So this one goes that in June... 1878, so eight years before it started raining snails, the Cornish Telegraph wrote about a little girl continually bringing up snails in spite of all that could be done for her. So the story goes goes that there is a young girl living in a luggin who, quote, ate a living snail with some vegetables, which lived inside the child's body and propagated a colony there till she began to vomit them and otherwise expel them, end quote. So I don't really know what to think about this one and I really don't want to think about what that last part of the quote means. Anyway, 
According to the paper, she was taken to doctors in Truro and in Plymouth and they were, quote, as baffled as they were surprised, end quote. According to the newspapers, the girl apparently recovered and that's the end of the story, apart from the fact that I'm kind of wondering if she lived her life in a luggin, always known as the girl that vomited snails. So that's it from me. I really hope that you enjoyed this kind of bizarre trip into another part of Cornwall's history. I think they're kind of fun, but as I said at the beginning, if you want me to start taking things a little bit more seriously and uh, maybe alternating a serious story and then a bizarre one, you can uh, just drop me a line, send me a message. And talking of that, please do share, do like, do subscribe, do comment um, wherever you can, wherever you're listening to this. It really, really would help to try and get this blog in front of a few more people, get them listening. And yeah, if you would like to pop over to my blog as well, there's loads of more stories about Cornwall on there. Some far more serious ones, I might add. Um, (laughs) But anyway, I hope you've enjoyed uh, your time with me. Thank you so much for joining me. I really do mean that. And uh, because we've just started 2022, Happy New Year as well. And I'll speak to you soon. Bye.